Buenos dias. I'm throwing a big Cinco de Mayo party, and I'm going to need 200 of your best cupcakes, decorated with the Mexican flag. It looks is something like this. Welcome to the Irrelevant Podcast. We are on episode 10. Um, that was really fucking corny. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, watching Despicable Me with my mom, so that's what reminded me of that. How innocent. Dude, that shit is some fucking memes, man. <laughs> yeah, the whole movie was a big meme. Yeah, no, even the second one. I think the second one is even more meme. <laughs> God, it's been so long since I've seen that bullshit. Bro, I, I kind of like it. It's it's pretty meme. That's why it's, it's good. You know, like in the way that Shrek's good. I feel like Shrek has more of a better story arc, though. <laughs> well, true, <laughs> it's not as true, dumb. true. Well, no, and also Shrek does have better memes, but... Yeah, for sure. Like, Shrek is just... It's never going to die. <laughs> it will never it die. It just... It won't. <clears throat> all right. Shrek is love. Shrek is life. Oh, that's a fucking throwback. I forgot all about that. Yep, that's what ruins every one of Gen Z's uh, minds. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we don't need to spend time talking about that because everyone listening to this probably knows what that is i'm sure a lot of people um, don't know what that is because it's been a hot minute but you know watch the whole series no, guys think, open your minds it's a very insightful program well no we don't want to bring it back <laughs> <clears throat> anywho let's jump right into this did you want to do yours first or mine first um i think did you who picked last time for the order i think um did we talk about Warp Rider first last time? No, I think we talked about Coldplay first. Oh, okay. Then we'll do yours first. Okay. So. Um, do I, you want to, yeah, you give an intro to your. So I <laughs> decided to throw Will into the deep end. Well, not really the deep end. Just a little bit less conventional than the ones I've been playing. And I chose Deftones and I could not figure out what album I wanted to do. So I picked the most. Well, I picked some of my favorite songs, kind of made a best of little playlist to throw them into. And Deftones is one of those bands where they have a very, very specific sound that you either love or hate. So that's why I was very curious to see how you would do with this one. Um, well, you're saying about the, the loving and hating. I did not love this or hate this. You're in the middle? I certainly... Well, no, no, no. I, I lean more towards the love, obviously, because like, it's not direct... Like, it's it's kind of hard to be, like, directly in the middle, if you know what I'm saying. Some things are like that, but I don't think this is something where I am in the middle. It's obviously... But it's not one... It's not this, that, or in the middle. It's kind of just, like... It is what I would put into the category of, like, yes, it is sophisticated, like, well-constructed music. But this is nothing that I'm going to be, like, rushing back to listening to. Right. If you know what I'm saying? But at the, at the same time, it's not anything particularly negative. So the reason why I thought it'd be interesting for you to listen to this is because <laughs> they're one of those bands where I, when I first listened to them, I really didn't like them at all. I thought a lot of it was, I, I this was a long time ago. I don't, I don't remember why I didn't like them. I just, I didn't really get what they were, go well, I guess I got what they were going for. I just didn't like it, but 
The reason why I love them so much is you have to be in a very, very specific mood to listen to them, especially a lot of those. Why didn't you tell me? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, no, the, the reason why I thought this would be really funny for you to listen to because they have a very erotic sound, and it's like baby making music to the max. So it's like I have <laughs> fucked to Deftones uh, so many okay. times. <laughs> I was not expecting you to tell me that. but You don't hear I that? literally... I listened to this um, in the living room, <laughs> and um, well, so my mom was cleaning the room and reading like her magazines or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, hey, I need to listen to this for the podcast. Do you mind?" And she's like, "As long as it's not like you know metal or something." I'm like, "Oh my god, well, you really played know. it for your mom?" <laughs> it wasn't that bad. <laughs> that just makes what I just said even funnier. <laughs> Yeah, I know, and not in the way because that's no. But oh my god, that's fucking funny. No, but really, that's what you get out of this music? Yes, dude. I do. You, okay, so this is what I'm gonna say to you because I wanted you to listen to this because I remember when we were talking about all of your previous mindsets before. You have not been exposed to that type of atmosphere and that type of energy. I'm sure you. I mean, I'm sure you feel that. You know for some people but when you actually experience it with somebody it just it takes that mood really higher um well what you're really trying to say is that will you're a fucking (laughs) you know you're a this is not an incels type of music (laughs) you're an incel nintendo playing um dungeons and dragons type uh who listens to actually what what do incels listen to i don't really know Probably a lot of dubstep. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> no, but I, so this is one of those bands where it's like, you know, like if I'm on a long drive at night or if I'm thinking about, you know, shit that I'm sad about, or like I said, like I've been in the moment with people and had this playing and it's such a good mood enhancer in the background. So that's why I was very curious to see if you could hear any of that in any of the I, music. <laughs> I, I still can't get over the fact that that's what you get out of it. I just, it, I'm, this is why I'm very fascinated to hear what you got out of this because I, I, I mean, wanted to preface like, that. Do you get anything else, or is this no. kind of mainly what you get out of? Oh, it? I get a lot more. I just I I chose it for okay. that reason. Okay. Like, there's a lot of intricacies and dininess in their music that I love, especially with their guitar and the droniness and the sounds of all this stuff. Um, but right. he's so he's kind of an interesting animal. He's one of my favorite vocalists. What's his name? Uh, Chino Moreno. His name's funny because he's half Chinese, half Mexican. Um, nice. I don't think that's his actual name, but I know that's what he goes by. It's like his stage name, yeah. Yeah, or his nickname that he just took to be a stage name. But he's one of those dudes, like, he's very hit or miss live, and he does a lot of experimental stuff with his voice, and sometimes it doesn't work, and sometimes it really fucking works. But I love people that are very creative, and I think he's super creative with his voice. Um, and I also, like I said, they have a very um, – just late night atmosphere and that's really the best way i can describe them yeah no the late night atmosphere i do agree with you i think that's probably their best um strength because i loved the songs like the udd or whatever i yeah. don't remember like the full that had a really nice just like chill like i am driving home at one in the morning you know just that um like all of those um chill tracks i really liked um yeah, and I, I like ch- yeah. which one was it? Beware, I thought was a good one. Oh, Same yeah. thing with sex tape. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, I, I, I didn't write the name of the, the titles, so. <laughs> They're kind of throwing it at you at that point, buddy. Yeah, but I don't know. I just, well, I never crossed my mind because I'm not thinking of those things. That's what I'm saying. But on that note, so that up, up, down, down, left, right, whatever bullshit. It's a cheat code for a video game, but I don't remember what it was. That's why it's a long, uh, weird title. Like on the, the computer or something. Or PlayStation. I think it's a Grand Theft Auto cheat or something. I don't quite remember. Oh, but, um, okay. but, yeah, so, like, I've listened to that song, Driving Home by Myself, late at night a lot. And that's one of the songs I actually picked for that reason. It's just it's such a good, smooth driving song. And the fact that it's all instrumental is cool because you have to have a really interesting instrumental to kind of grab you in that way to really feel the music without any vocals. So I always yeah. think they do a good job with that. Um, yeah, they also, like, they – especially on sex tape, they had – like I got these really good ocean vibes. It yeah, was really nice. I was like, ooh, the, I am really just like getting getting into this. Yeah. Um, so that one reminds you of sitting on a beach at night. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. So this is my um. I <laughs> I have an inappropriate story to tell about one song later. If you wanna wonder if you do talk about this one, I I have a couple. Actually, no, I have one story about this band, and then one story about the Gypsy King um, album, but. The one thing that I will say is that like these, this one does take a couple listens, and then you'll just kind of get it like that. And like I said, like as soon as you date somebody or like do stuff with somebody, throw this on in the background. I guarantee it's a fun time. You don't even have to be doing anything. You can just like lay on your hood of your car under some, you know what I mean, or just sit and chill outside. You know what I mean? It's just the which, if your will, is it gonna happen? Oh, it'll happen. But I'm telling you, right? Will is a fucking incel. I'm telling you right now, like. This is fucking like it really does enhance the mood. Do you think this is the best thing for that kind of context? Hands or, down. Like, uh, okay, okay, so I'm sure there's other types of music. That's, I mean, the cheesiest one is like you know smooth soul or some shit. That's what everybody really plays. There's that kind of soulful jazz. But I think in the context of it's because like a lot of their music feels like a very slow buildup and a lot of tension. And there's always a very smooth release, especially with how catchy their choruses are and how slow and somber and how moody a lot of their shit is, especially with the yeah, instruments as well. something I need to, to go back, and I'll probably notice that on a second time, because I thought a lot of uh, this was honestly, um, and I know Maynard was, wait, wait, which track was Maynard on? He was on Passenger. Right, yeah, because at first I was like, are they like copying Maynard? And I was like, oh wait, that is Maynard. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I, oh, actually, I thought... That's the one I, I have a story on, by the way. Okay, yeah, just tell me that in a second. Um, I really... The opening track, I was kind of like... I don't know. Which was one like, was that one? I don't remember. It was... Oh, yeah, I forget this isn't an album. <laughs> yeah, Jesus um, Christ. Sorry, it was Digital Bath. Okay. I thought to myself, I was like... This does literally kind of sound like a digital bath in a way. It's yeah. kind of interesting because it was like kind of psychedelic. The grungy bass was interesting. And yeah. It makes me think about what you were talking about. Yeah, um, that's that's more, one of those songs. The more yeah. now, yeah, yeah. Um, also, knife party. The drum beat was really cool. Yeah. Did you the, like that? Know, um, the, the, sorry, the screaming. Ahead. The screaming in the background. That was really well done. I liked how it, like, worked into the harmony. Yeah. And, oh, I... The, I my favorite song was probably Knife Party, Passenger, or the, um... The UD 
thing or sex tape yeah. one of those four nice yeah all um, the other ones like were very interesting and they had like elements or um yeah speaking of like the elements i thought they implemented a lot of different kind of genres you know because they kind of sounded like tool in some songs and then they in some songs they sounded like kind of nirvana grungy and then in some songs it was just kind of like like post-rock you know yeah yeah they do a lot of implementations of a lot of different stuffs very well um i so yeah besides the ones that your favorite i i didn't want to like because they have a lot of they have a lot more songs that are like those i just tried to pick something different to kind of give you the whole scope of their catalog um, I picked a lot of stuff with like the catchiest choruses, and I guess I've seen a lot of people do um, reviews of the albums that those songs are on, and like some people, like I said, really love them or just think that they are missing something. But going back to Digital Bath, that's like I said, another one of those songs where it's really good in the moment with somebody, and it's also really fun to play because it's simple. But the chord, it's only like two chords or a couple chords throughout the whole song, but they make it ride the whole way through, and it's really interesting the way mm-hmm. they do it, and then. Just the effects that they use are really cool, like the really watery, flangery laser sound and the break, and then like the really screeching harmonics and back into the distorted riff. I really like Deftones' um, distortion and a lot of the effects that they use on the guitar. I've, it's very droney, and that's what I like about them because I like a lot of the psychedelic doom stuff. Uh, Knife Party is a really cool one too. That it, it like. It's also a good late night driving song, but like with the screaming, like some saying, he does really cool experimental stuff with the vocals, and then the really high pitched like like screeching that he does during the break of the song. That part, do you remember? Oh yeah, yeah that's what I was referring to. Oh, that's what you're referring to. Yeah, that, that's okay. what I was talking about. Yeah, that that really high pitched screeching is really really cool. Yeah, but for me, other than that. I mean, the the singer didn't seem like anything special. He just kind of seemed like there's a lot of other just kind of bands. And I'm not... Because that's the thing. I mean, obviously, my knowledge of this kind of music is not as, like, sophisticated as yours, I guess. I'll put it that way. I will say there is nobody that really sings the way that he does. It's very, very difficult because he does a lot of in-between, like, tritone type of things or, like, the notes that he hits is very strange. Like, it's a very specific note that he hits like he's not like really like the the tritones and like the hijaz makam and like the middle eastern singing and stuff like that kind of but his his pitch doesn't really waver like that he really like he it's just the way that his, his inflection is very unique nobody really sings the way okay. he does like like the yes like the the grungy like you know fucked up vocals and like the kind of fuzzy mic and you know some of the structure is very similar but nobody sings the actual way that he sings like you can listen to a bunch of bands in this genre and if it comes after them it's kind of copying his style so i mean deftones have been around since like the early 90s like they they're not a new band Mm -hmm. so like they're kind of been the pioneer of this style of genre because they were also kind of new metal like a lot of their first couple albums were really rap centric not really what are they are they like a lot of them can like like i said a lot of them people consider their earlier albums new metal and then they kind of get vibier as the albums progress and then they just kind of devolve i don't know you can kind of call them also alternative it's the same thing with tool they just kind of have their own specific style um right but yeah passenger is one of my favorites i like that one a lot yeah the the maynard i mean he just uh the presence of maynard just makes everything better (laughs) i was about to say did you like his his part on there I did, yeah, I, re- I really did, and that's why, because I remember you had told me 
that he was on he was featured on one of the songs but i didn't know which one it was i thought i told you and so i don't remember if you said which one mm. but even if you did i didn't remember so i was kind of just waiting and like anticipating when he was going to come in for like any because i didn't know which song it was right yeah so did you i'm sure you didn't because you only did one listen did you really listen to the lyrics at all because it's kind of buried yeah that's actually something i didn't get much into <laughs> and i would be willing to do that for okay so is does that is that gonna make the me listening to it in the living room even more awkward that, that's why so like i i mean you can listen to this with your parents and they're not gonna catch it because like the vocals are so mixed into the song like it's they're and also like they're not really because yeah, i didn't really i didn't catch much of the lyrics yeah the lyric i remember off the top of my head now is like i look at the cross or something like that mm. Yeah, I don't remember which song it was part of. So yeah, like I said, they're like I mean, he does cuss in some of the lyrics, but like I said, it's so buried in the mix and the way they do it, like it, it doesn't really stand out. So like you're not gonna like you're not gonna hear something off guard unless you like you watch a lyric video, then you can hear it. Or if you listen to it enough, kind of like so like I know the lyrics just by listening to it. But like the first couple of times, kind of like Tool, I was like I don't know what the lyrics are. But what I was gonna say was, and then you go to the prison sex lyrics and say, "Oh, exactly, <laughs> that's the lyrics." <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the, a def so a lot of their lyrics is like they they have a lot of sexual undertones in their lyrics, but also they have a lot of horror. So it's like Digital Bath is about like you know drowning a girl in a bath with a toaster, kind of shit. Yeah, because yeah, and then or not, my my mom was kind of listening to this and she was like. Oh, this isn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, their their song like some of their songs are very smooth and they're very commercial ready, not in the sense of like it's very commercially written, but like you can be played on it's the radio. Powerful. Exactly. Yeah. Um and there's not really weird structure to it. It's a very simple structure that they follow, even though they kind of drag out parts a little bit. But yeah, so like changes yeah, about but it is fairly traditional yeah. in terms of like songs. Yeah, song structure. A lot of their lyrics are kind of dark, but not in like a shocking way. It just it it kind of, it works. It really fits. I don't think it takes away from the music. I think it kind of adds to the darkness and the eerie. It's eerie, I would say, not like gross or shocking. It's very eerie. It fits their kind of dark vibe, a little bit. Oh yeah, because anything that's like, if you're gonna do horror elements or like scary kind of dark, gothic stuff, like. Anything that's subtle and, like, you don't notice it as much is going to be infinitely scarier than... Or, like, if it's vague, it's going to be infinitely scarier than just explicitly saying all this stuff, you know? Yeah, they're not... Their lyrics aren't really that cheesy. He's very... Like I said... Like you said, is very vague with the lyrics. You can... And he, I like when vocalists, they don't just take a direct approach and they, you know, they, they tell you what the song's about, but the way they write it gives you, you know, multiple interpretations that you could go with. So that's what I like, but... The thing that I thought was really fucking funny was the lyrics of Passenger is about <laughs> about Roadhead, about like Maynard blowing Chino is pretty much the context of that song. Nice. So Wait, he actually did that or No, we didn't actually fucking do it. It was just they did oh, it. From... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, it's literally Maynard, who knows. Yeah, I mean, it, I wouldn't put it past him, but no, they, they just that's their sense of humor. It's, they're just fucking goofy. So like they they wrote a song <laughs> Like, not literally, but, like, in the context of, you know, Maynard's playing the girl blowing Chino as he's driving. That's the, you know, passenger, you know, the cool leather seats for your knees, roll the windows down. The... Oh, Maynard as, like, a girl. Okay. Yeah, he's playing the girl in that story. <laughs> that is very different. Yeah, roll the windows down. This cool night air is curious. Who cares? Who sees what's... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's... Like, the lyrics is about Roadhead. So, um, back in the day, me and my boy... 
um, that I used to be. We weren't in a band. We tried to start something together. We just never got into anything because of schedule. But we had a bet to see who would get Roadhead first to this song. <laughs> and Wait, I fucking like in the passenger song. Yeah, like like this like the first person to like get Roadhead and then play this song was gonna be the winner. Oh, out of you two, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I fucking won that bet. Oh, you did. I did. It's my proudest moment. <laughs> or it's like you have like a plaque and like it's on your wall. I should like, have that as a plaque. If I so like I'm planning yeah. on seeing them live because they're playing with Gojira this summer. So if I ever, I, I'm not gonna. Oh, that's the band you said was gonna play the Gojira. Okay. Yeah. So I'm really excited for nice. that show. Um, they're headlining. But anyway, so like if I ever meet them in person, I'm totally gonna tell them that. <laughs> I'm sure he'd be like. Nah. <laughs> Yeah, so that I mean, that's really I mean, you can and when you look at comments under their videos, it's always girls like I'm so wet to his voice. Like it's it has that atmosphere. Like that's just what they're about. Really? Yeah, it's that's really okay. their whole I guess thing. Because I'm Christian and I'm not really thinking about these things, but <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Know. Once you start getting those impulses with somebody, even if you wait till marriage, and then I'm telling you, you gotta oh, tempt me, Satan. You, Shut up. You gotta throw this shit on there. It just makes it ten times better. Or you could throw on um, what's better. Uh, um, what's like a cool genre of music? I'm trying to think. To have um, sex to? I I guess. I mean, it's not like I'm gonna do it because I'm Christian, but. Uh, <laughs> oh, you'll have your moment of weakness. Yep. For Will, it's. Um, just don't play fucking yep. Hillsong and you're good to go. <laughs> don't play Sweet Home Alabama and you're good to go. <laughs> that would actually probably be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> to have sex to Sweet Home Alabama? No, it fucking wouldn't. Because then you just, I Why just, not? I would just think about incest. Like everybody that thinks about incest, that's the main song. So it's like I couldn't have well, sex to that song. That? <laughs> well, I know shit. It's not gonna be that. But that's what I'm right, saying is, it's gonna fucking give you me seem that. Like a normal dude, Jason. I don't think you're gonna do that. <laughs> Fuck no. But that's just what I would think, and I would just start laughing. Oh. I could not fuck the Sweet Home Alabama. I just couldn't. What about Horsecock? You know, I I want to make a playlist of, like, really stupid songs like that to see if I could. Redneck shit? That is yeah. – that could go on the playlist. Like, country, dude. I think I would just go soft immediately if someone just, like, played country to set the mood. Like, fuck oh, that. Oh, yeah. God. Country music either makes me like if it's really bad, it just makes me cringe so hard. Yeah. Or if it's really good, it just kind of makes me feel like happy and want to like get up and like dance, like John Denver or something like that. Yeah, like I said, older. I think we talked about it before, but older country is the way to go, not this new. Oh yeah. Pop like, rap shit, TikTok oh, songs. Oh no, that is the worst thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, yeah, like the seventies kind of country is pretty good. Yeah. It's not my favorite genre of music, but I wouldn't mind if someone just, like, kind of put it on. I also kind of like that kind of country for that reason, too, of just um, – the. it also kind of gives me a late-night atmosphere, like chilling by the campfire with your people yeah, or more intimate moments. Smoking cigars. Yeah. yeah. Not quite sexual, but just, you know, a little bit more intimate moment that you share with somebody. Not quite, but – Almost there. Not <laughs> – not – so, not sorry, the John Denver, <laughs> but you just don't do it for no me, not man. not fucking john denver but like some of the 50s countries a little bit eerie and kind of gives I'm that vibe i remember i don't know like i'm not that well what, sorry what, what am i saying i'm not that well versed in country i mean i know like john denver 
Willie Nelson, I know. Yeah. My mom likes him. He, I, from what I've heard of him, he's he's all right. Yeah. Like I said, uh, the mm-hmm. previous ones before, like I like Marty Robbins, Peggy Lee, a lot of those Western '50s countries people. Yeah. Um. Old Crow Medicine Band or whatever. Yeah. But uh, but like I said, they they kind of give me. I, there's a lot of music where I feel that way, and I because I love I love when music makes me feel like I can listen to it late at night, especially because I'm mostly active late at night. I'm working most of the day, and I hate fucking getting up early in the morning. So it's like I my brain doesn't really fully function, and I'm a night owl. So that's why yeah, I connect with more of that music at night. But um, but yeah, so that's why I was really really curious. Like I like I I I. When I recommended to you, I was like, he might find this interesting, but I, I kind of went into this thinking that you weren't going to like it for that reason because I didn't know what you were going to get out of it if you didn't yeah, get well, that undertone. What I can yeah. – <laughs> you're like, ah, oh, Will's such a fucking stupid incel. He's not going to understand. Well, no, that's no, why anyways, I that's why I recommended yeah. it to you because I really wanted to get your take on it because <laughs> yeah, everybody yeah, else, you're like, dude, I want to get it. my dick sucked to this so hard. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I want to get the other side. Really? I wouldn't even, like – that's not even what I would want it to, but um, you don't know until you try, and that's what I'm saying. You don't have the life experience to understand if you like it or not. That's what my point is. That's why I recommended this to you. Right, and I do thank you for recommending things that I that you're like. I mean, because I, I I'm willing, like I said, I'm willing to hear literally anything. At the end of the day, I do think it's interesting, even though I did think that a lot of it was kind of derivative of other bands. Even though I don't know if I'm going to still maintain that same opinion on a second listening well what other band do they does it remind you of when you listen to certain like like tool or nirvana or stuff like that they only remind but, me uh, of nirvana on nirvana's like more moodier songs but like they so oh, like, no yeah the actual like good nirvana yeah. song, not like the nirvana i don't like yeah because deftones is really fucked they're an aggressive band like i don't so like he's like I'm, I'm assuming you've heard him like scream on some of the tracks that very high-pitched like super screech that he does yeah, but I didn't think it was like overbearing. I liked it. No, not that it's overbearing, but what I'm saying is like their first album, like he did a lot of that kind of style, and it was like it was. Oh, oh, like on the stuff that I. Well, okay. How were any of the songs on this playlist you made from the first album? No, I don't think any song was on the first album because they. It was a little bit. I didn't think you're gonna like it because it was a lot of harder metal screaming. Um, the vocals were kind of weirder on this one. On that, I'm sorry, on that one. Um. I just didn't. I don't know. I I wanted to get like a more well-rounded approach. I didn't want you to straight up because I don't think you'd like that album. There's like I don't really even like that album. There's it kind of tests my patience a little bit the way that they do it. Yeah. Um. There's a uh, there's also like a on some of the songs like I don't know if it's because of a stylistic choice or it's just weird the way they record it. But like a lot of times his vocals sound kind of off to the music on some of them, but on others it mixes very well. It's very strange. Yeah, I, I kind of got that too. Um, so like I'm saying, he's a very experimental vocalist. So like that's why I kind of attribute to you either love him or you can't stand him. Hmm. Because he does a very specific style. I guess I was kind of like in the middle in, in that regard in terms of just the actual singer's voice. Yeah, I think it takes a couple but listens because like I said, I didn't really like them when I first listened to them. But again, like when you start playing guitar and you start actually like, you know, listening to the melody and listening to it and also having that interaction where to me, I also get the memories too, because like I said, like a lot of the times I feel like really high euphoria when I listen to these guys, cause it just reminds me of all the stuff that I did while I was listening to them. So it also yes. has that kind of effect as well. So like, it just, they've been around forever for me. So 
they're in a special yeah, for place me, that's kind of i mean i know it's that they, they haven't been around forever for me but tool is kind of that way for me you know what's crazy it's just like is like tool gives me that kind of vibe to summer songs but like i cannot fuck to them because of the polyrhythms man like it throws me off (laughs) (laughs) oh no (laughs) dude i put one on one time and i don't what song which one did you put on i'm trying to think it was i tried so like obviously like disposition and reflection was one and those ones were fine yeah reflection got a little bit no actually that was a good one i i think right in two is what i put so like when it when it got into like the oh, heavier fuck, part, dude, my fucking headphones, damn it! Oh, did you break out? Yeah, they just ran out of battery. Just give me one second. Okay. Fuck, so my headphones ran out of power. I hate how everything's wireless now. I have yet to buy wireless headphones, and I love it. <laughs> I'm going to have to pretty fucking yeah. soon because my new phone does not have a goddamn headphone jack like everything else now, so I'm going to be forced when I'm going on a plane in fucking June to get them. But for now, we... <laughs> um, what I was saying yeah, is like... get the adapter. <laughs> what I was saying was reflection and disposition were fine. Like I said, it's Wait, not. Would you mind if we waited like five minutes and then I could like bring my mic over here to God. like where it's plugged in? Damn it, boy. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, just give me like one second. Let me see. Is this still working from this? Does it? Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, this is really fucking annoying. Oh, the woes of wireless headphones. Wait, let me see if I can just borrow my sister's. Make sure you play Sweet Home Alabama. Even better. Yeah, you're fine, dude. Set it out.
There we go. Are you still there? Yeah. All right, so you were saying about reflection. Yeah, so reflection, I think, works, but... I think I played right in two because, like, oh, this is going to be really fucking cool. But then as soon as, like, the fucking (laughs) – the goddamn – That's a really good song. It is. But, like, as soon as the goddamn distorted guitars hit in the buildup, it was just like, okay, this isn't working. We had to stop. (laughs) Yeah, I guess we like Tool for different reasons. (laughs) Well, I don't like Tool for that reason. That's why I said I was like, I'm going to see how this goes because I could kind of feel that in some of their music. I was just like, I don't think that worked. I'm not going to do that again. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, okay. So, so you're saying Tool does and does not. I think serve certain in that? songs, yeah. Okay. I okay. think like the, I see what you're saying. I feel like the other person has to be into the band though, because I feel like if you just like, here, let me play this, babe, and then she's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so I feel like it has it's like it can be really one sided. So I think that's kind of the reason. Like, if they're a fan, then it works. But if not, then it, I don't think it really works. Yeah, well, I think Tool is really one of those bands where, like, it has to grow on you. Eh, fucking voice crack. Anyways, um, <laughs> because when, when I listened to Tool, like, I did like them, but I was like, eh, you know? I was like, it's kind of just like most other, but I was like, oh. And I actually, like, listened to, like, all their albums from, like, start to finish, and I was like, whoa, okay. This is, like, this has all this stuff that I never knew was here. Yeah, and... I was the same way, yeah. man. I didn't really like them when I first listened, and then for some reason, like... It's one of those bands yeah, where I didn't get it. Mm. Well, that's true, but like, there's also something like I didn't really like them, but there's also something about their like atmosphere that really piqued my interest. So like, I would like find myself really curious. But I wonder what the song sounds like, and then I would like I, this. Is how I kind of got down the rabbit hole and then became one of my favorites. Um, it was like that for Mastodon with me too. Like Mastodon took me there. I was just so interested in their artwork and their concepts and their like complexity. And I just kind of fell in love with them. That's why I was curious because I didn't realize – or I didn't think that you were – well, I knew you were going to love it, but I didn't know if you were going to kind of gravitate towards that on the first listen, like I said before. Um, for, for Crack the Sky or this Yeah, one? for Crack the Sky. Oh, no, yeah, I definitely like Crack the Sky much better than this. Um, but at the same time, I don't know. Maybe this kind of Deftone style will grow on me. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, w- I would give it a couple of listens, and if you want to, just listen. Like I can give you some albums if you want to just listen to the album all the way through. Because I kind of, like I said, through. Yeah, because um, I'm lis- I'm very into listening to albums. So um, one of the ones I was gonna recommend to, you, like the first album I was gonna recommend to you was um, White Pony, because that's the album that has Digital Bath, Knife Party, Passenger, and uh, d- did you um I don't know if you did you like Changes? Did you not like? Did you find that song boring? Um. Let me see. I don't want to say change. It's change in the house of flies. I'm trying to. That's see the really one. slow vibey one. So that's change. one of their most popular songs, and um, that's the song that I got yeah, introduced I to. Yeah, the, the harmony was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I got introduced to them with, and that's like I said, one of their most popular songs, and that really sets the tone for their kind of style specifically. Is okay. that song? Is okay. You know, it's a very slow, very vibey, a little bit dark. The lyrics are kind of fucked up in this one, too, um, but in a subtle way. It's very smooth. And, yeah, well, I mean, I just – I don't really have much more to say about it other than that. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it another listen. But <laughs> okay. I don't really know – I don't really know when, because it's not like like I said, it's not a thing where I'm like, oh, I'm I'm dying to go back and and listening to it, you know, like like Mastodon and the Crack the Sky. I wanted to go listen to that again right after. Those but, are completely um, different bands. Like those are like. Well, sure, yeah. but I mean, 
like I said, I you have to be in this kind of like a certain mood because like I can't listen to them all the time. Like I said, mostly during the day. Like I would like if you catch yourself driving at night, I would listen to it again then, because it really fucking right. hits different, <laughs> especially if you're driving. Oh yeah, I bet. Because I feel like when you're driving late at night, you just get into that very, just lonely or lustful kind of mindset, or not even that, just very um, inquisitive. Or you're really thinking about stuff a lot, or you just kind of get yeah, into that. You're just, yeah, you're just stuck by your, like just to yourself, and that's the only person you can talk to. Yeah, you know? and one of the things cool. too that I yeah. like about, because um, I I fucking hate living in this area. I hate all the congestion. I hate being near big cities. But the one thing I do like about yeah. it is like driving through it at night with all the lights. So I feel like that's really what I like about listening to their type of music, and also, it's it's strange. Like I. You're going to have this, I think, when you get a little bit older, when you start listening to this kind of music. And let's say, like, when you maybe get to my age or a little bit older, if you, like, you're going to really, like, the, the nostalgia for, not, like, nostalgia, but just, like, the memories that you have listening to it at the time are really going to hit you hard with this type of music. So, mm. especially when you drive late at night, and I don't know if we talked about it, I don't know if you kind of get stuck in the past with your way of thinking if you kind of look to the past a lot because i used to do that all the time and i still kind of do that now i can yeah sure so that kind of thing really Um, feeds into that mindset like does does death tone like really give you the nostalgia yeah it does and like it kind of like i said when i'm feeling lonely it it kind of it kind of exaggerates that loneliness like it really especially like i said driving late at night looking at the city lights and shit like that like it kind of it just everything fits together perfectly for me. It's like a, it's like one of those sadnesses you kind of like to sit in and kind of zone out to. I can't explain it other than that. Yeah, but I understand a hundred percent what you mean. Yeah, so they're like I said, they're, for them that's really what hits home for me. Also, I love playing like a lot of their shit is very simple. Um, it's mainly the rhythm you have to get down. So it's 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 very right hand heavy. It's not super left hand heavy. Um, okay. Yeah. So, like I said, I think you get also get more of an appreciation when you play it, and also when you start getting into tones and amp sounds and different types of um, distortion, you'll kind of like. I think you'll get more of a understanding on that level too. There's a lot of um, there's a lot packed into their mixes, kind of like Mastodon. Like you're not gonna catch mm. all that. Like there's gonna be one certain chord that just hits a certain way, and it's like, oh fuck, this is nasty. Like you know what I mean? Like they. <laughs> yeah, like I love the intro for you've seen the butcher i thought that was really cool like palm mute yeah then that's thing. on a it was that was nasty yeah. yeah so that one i think is their most like seductive kind of like trancey song it's like the music video is wild it's basically like a bunch of half naked girls like crawling up to him and like some of them like are covered in blood and shit nice. like it's a very it's a cool music video so it's like um because I didn't get that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's what it's like. That's what like, it's like on that song, which is crazy to me. Because like to me, that's like it's super erotic the way that they wrote. It's super slow. His voice is very like, yeah, in the mood and shit. Like it's funny that you don't get it from that. It's wild. Maybe I'll have to go back and listen to it. <laughs> yeah. <don't> <laughs> go jerk off and listen to that song, Will. <laughs> no, because I can't do that. <laughs> you can, and you won't admit it. <laughs> No, I I don't do it. I'm not bullshitting you. Like I literally, I just I don't do it. <laughs> okay, I believe you. I'm a Christian. <laughs> that's that's all you need to know, dude. Every time you get a porn ad, sorry, bro, I'm Christian. Block. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> not a good look, bro. Not a good look. Um, 
so okay so i guess from like what do you get from that song then besides like um it's just cool like kind of grunge rock music i mean that's grungy to you not necessarily i mean i was kind of just working in aspects of the other songs but i see um i'm trying to remember because like uh, after the intro which really stood out i'm trying to remember how the rest of the song went but it's that same kind of bouncing rhythm but like i said his ability yeah, to the bou- okay yeah the bouncy like that that peppy kind of rhythm yeah and then like his very like he yeah i remember it now his mm-hmm. his courses are super airy that's the way i can describe them. they flow and flow and flow and they're very very catchy i love the way that he makes his choruses yeah. but yeah it's kind of like chill out it could even be gym music honestly it's good, um, like, cardio music. Like, I don't want to lift weights to it, but, like, if I need to, like, take my mind somewhere to make me feel like I'm not actually, you know, running, because I think running by itself is so fucking boring, I would... I would this... Yes. Oh, I cannot... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is, like, a going to the gym at 9 o'clock type of thing in that night. Um, yeah. But, yeah, cardio, yeah. really. But, yeah, I... So, that song, to me, is, like, the epitome of their erotic sound, besides Digital Bath, um... Yeah, Digital Bath was like their most. It was like out of the ones you sent to me, that was the most unique out of all of them. Yeah, they um, I'm trying so like his like vocal style. I'm trying to think of words for it besides like so like in Knife Party, right? Where, um, like I'm I can't. I wish I was more music theory versed or like very specific with my words. Besides just being <laughs> fucking vague as I am. But just that's me, dude. I'm vague as fuck when I talk about things I like and don't like. My problem is like I, I, I it's frustrating because I have a very specific thought in my head, but I just do not know how to express it. But so in that song, how he's like, where he sings lines like "I can float here forever in this room," kind of thing. But like the way that he really like, it just it sounds like it's it, it kind of the similar thing that Maynard does. Like his vocals envelop this very, like it's like a building atmosphere. It's like it's like this big, um, without a lack of a better way to describe it, this huge object that's just constantly growing and like it's a very p- powerful moving force, but it's not aggressive. It's very like I can't think of the word. It's it's um it makes me feel like I want to go not build something like physically build something, but like create like matter out of nowhere. It's very like metaphysical if that makes sense like you feel like you're heightened and it's just it it kind of like because like the atmosphere of the instruments behind it is super like slow oh, and eerie, yeah. but the yeah, vocals like, really I mean, just lift it to that like intuitive level if that makes sense yeah i get that with reflection like and like the lyrics and stuff like that it's weird on that like, song I, to me his vocals were just kind of creepy like with the effect that he had and that high pitch kind of like kind like of in a, pain wow, wow. No, I no, no. I'm talking about his rip, verses. But, like, like when um, he... Oh, like the... Yeah. Like, uh, um... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that one. Okay. Yeah, I don't get that feeling, but I get that... Um, on, I get that in writing, yes. too. That's what I get it from. Is that... that the, okay. the feeling that he gets when he... The feeling that I get when he sings writing, too, I get that same feeling with Knife Party. Like, the way he structures his vocals, it's like, um... It's like a over... Not overlord, but it's like a eye-watching down kind of feeling, I guess, is what An I can just... omniscient describe. kind of... Yes. Omnipotence. Perfect. Omniscient. Like overseer. Exactly. Like supreme, overseeing, omnipotent... Yes. 
that is entity. exactly ex- almost yes yeah that is a very good way to describe it and i'm it's, not trying to credit myself but um no it is it's it's literally what i had in my head i just couldn't think of the fucking word that was the word um yeah no it's it's, it's like this control like you know it's just like yes I control have power yeah. over this you know and yeah there's nothing you can do about it you know but not That's in what the I get with maynard not but it's not in the traditional sense of like power and dominance it's like you it's like you said it's all about having a very stable control but not like controlling over somebody else it's very like it's very sturdy it has a very it's it's rooted very well yeah and that's what i get with tool um well i'm sorry i'm sorry more of a like with reflection and especially like with the lyrics like the it's calling me yeah i'm just like what what is calling him like why is it why yeah. is it calling him i'm like what is this it's so cool and, it, and it's like i said it's creepy it's like eerie like you could take reflection in like a billion different um perspectives you know because like everyone i i've heard tons of different views of that song yeah so and i'm sure do you think it does is deftone like you were saying how it's kind of polarizing but do you think there's still in terms of the people that do love it like that, that love Deftones music. Do you think that there's people that get like different, like like this wide range of like, oh, I like this about it. Wait, yeah. that's what you liked about it and stuff like that. Yeah, because in this genre, okay. like I said, I mean, just objectively, a lot of people that like Tool also really like Deftones. Um, so I, there's yeah, like, there's uh, similar okay. fan base, and like I said, sense. they they featured on a fucking song together. So like, they're a similar genre. Um, Tool is more cerebral than Deftones are. Deftones is more raw emotion, I would say. Um, but there's so much subtlety and um, dynamic in their sounds that every, like, especially like if you listen to it at a specific time in your life that gives you a strong memory, you're gonna latch on thing like uh, you're gonna latch on different specific parts. It's gonna be very, very, very personal, and it's not gonna be the same. Like you can get ten people in a room and they're gonna talk about each aspect that they really felt, you know. Um, that had a strong reaction to emotion wise, but I like, so that's the one thing. And I thought about this a lot. So that feeling of like, he's that, that rudeness and that omniscient sort of overlooking presence that the vocals give a lot of that Mm. comes from the mix. Like, obviously it's the singer. Not many singers can do that or give that sort of element to a song and live. That element is sort of lost because it, it takes a lot of studio, um, placement a lot of effect to kind of you know you have to you have to very specifically place it in that range that it's hard to kind of get it's either like way too quiet or it's way too forward placing in the mix where it's like the vocals are super fucking loud and then the you know music behind it is very compressed and just washed out so it's very hard to get that sort of balance with the vocals and the instruments being on that same plane but also feel like it has an overarching presence throughout the whole song the way the melody is constructed and i think that both maynard and chino do that very fucking well yeah and like i know i i should be talking more about these deftone songs you uh, wanted me to listen to but it just keeps make making me think of tool and it make like all this stuff you're saying about where you what you get out of depth like this is just what i get out of tool like especially talking about that omniscient omnipotent like just overlooking presence like controlling for that's like the the whole bass riff of reflection yeah. that's oh, tool's whole vibe just, but yeah. i just think it's interesting that like i can hear that in deftones music because that's not really like their style that they're going for like i said they're going for that darker eerie and erotic kind of vibe yeah and some of it's post-rock i heard yeah um, a lot of that's what i i kind of got out of it it's just kind of like a chill out like yeah i like this i'm sitting down on my couch in my living room my mom's knitting yeah <laughs> that's just that's just <laughs> listen to with your parents it's just funny to me <laughs> No, my dad's not home. It was just my mom. 
I know, but just the fact it's just because of that undertone, it's just like I was I would not want to listen to this with my parents. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like you said, most of it's drowned out. You don't even realize it if you're not that paying. No, I know. It's it's just like the way that music makes me feel. It would make me uncomfortable listening to it with my parents. Is what I'm saying. Not the not the lyrics. Definitely. Definitely. Um, But yeah, so I I think you should give them a couple listens. Like I said, I it's better than I thought. I thought that you just weren't going to get anything from it at all. So I'm glad that like it piques your interest a little bit. But like I said, I was in the same boat. It definitely does, yeah. I was in the same boat, man. Like, it, it, I didn't like him at all when I first heard him. I was like, I hated it. I was like, fuck this. His vocals are annoying. I don't like this. And then for some reason, <laughs> fucking... I, actually, I know what it was. So um, there was a period of time where I was going to Nova, and I was about to... I think it was about, like, a year or two away from going to Mason, and a band I was with was covering Mason... Or covering um a bunch of songs. We covered Schism, and then we covered a Deftones oh, song, nice. and then we also covered a Breaking Benjamin song, and we played, I think, maybe twice, but I was going through so much shit during that time, like, with the person I was dating, and also um, just with school and a bunch of shit at home. So, like, it was, like, the perfect storm of, like, fucked up, um, you know, a fucked up time in my life. So, but again, like, that sort of sadness that I felt, you know, when I walked through make their campus now, it's just it just gives me that sort of like very comforting eerie tune and then when i hear some of their songs i just kind of hear the element so that's the one thing i like about these genres is that you get a specific feeling from some time in your life and then there you know it could be something with the vocals or the way the guitar sounds or a way a melody is structured and it gives you like a glimpse of that feeling so that's the one thing that i really love about them yeah man no i feel you and it's like nostalgia is such an interesting thing that we have as humans you know and just like that that pain of like man like just the past and like i can no longer go to it even if it was a good thing or a bad thing it's just like man like i just i can never go back you know i know i mean yeah i mean it's i mean a lot of people say it but it's really true music does get you through some shit and i think for me at the time like i i've had a lot of good and bad memories throughout you know the most of my life since high school listening to this band so it gives me both and i think like i said when i was at like my really low or my saddest it gets comforting to listen to that type of shit so it's like it made me feel good listening to it also like being like it's like i sometimes i like i haven't been that like sad in a long time i feel like now a lot of it's more stress related but i haven't felt that like you know that individual sort of isolation that i felt even when i was around a lot of people i still felt really isolated and kind of disconnected and disassociative and so kind of listening to music that kind of gave me that sort of feeling but also all these other feelings at the same time it kind of made it feel like it was comforting and i didn't like so i didn't feel the need to self-destruct you know i felt the need to get better but also just you know feel good in the moment too so i think they always it makes me think of a lot of complex emotions that are conflicting which i think is really fascinating and i think that's the whole point of music yeah i know and that's very true of again like i said reflection that song for me is just it's like any mood it it's for when i'm angry it's for when i'm sad it's for when i'm when i'm hyped when i'm like happy when i'm anything like that song can just it can produce so many different emotions it's insane yeah and i think the thing i like about that song is i i agree so it's like i i've listened to it having different or being in different emotive states and a lot of times like for me like for me now I think when I listen back to that song, it just it just gives me the cool, eerie vibe, and that's what I love it for. It's a very relaxing song. I don't. I think um, I remember I was starting a project with some people, and I was trying to think of 
a really kind of um, like not intricate, but a very catching melody like in that song. And I listen to it for inspiration. So like it gets me very um, it's like when you watch a really good movie, then you walk out of the movie theater and like you want to pretend like you're one of the characters in the movie. That's what, kind of what it yeah, gives me that feeling. Yeah. Yeah, or or you like see the way that like the cameraman did a certain thing. You're like, yo, I want to do like a movie like that, you know? Yeah, like for me, like I I yeah. mimic a lot of like especially when I'm around different people. Like I I like to mimic their shit. So if you know if I listen if I watch a show, I kind of want to like use the same words or kind of talk similarly than they than they were doing in the show. Or I'm like, very guilty of that. Yeah, I think <laughs> a lot of people are, and they don't want to admit it. I'm very of that way. So when I listen to music oh, like yeah, that, no, it, I you even accused me of this how like a lot of the way i speak and and stuff is like derivative of like my brother or my dad which is true but you know you just no no no. that was influenced by something (laughs) that wasn't my point my point is like your ideological takes on things not like you mimic their their way of like i guess it is mimicking the way of thinking but not like it is not like in your speech patterns i feel like you're probably different from your family in that way i just have that hunch even though i've never met them well, it depends from like when we're speaking amongst each other as opposed to when I'm just speaking to you and it's just me. That'll, I mean, it could be, and it also, it just depends. Like everyone, like you can kind of, it, it's weird. You know what I'm saying? Cause like when you're speaking to someone who has like a different accent than you, it can be hard to necessarily speak in like a standard English accent. If you know what I'm saying? I don't really find that hard. I, um, At times, I find myself like if I'll talk to somebody with like a foreign accent, and then let's say that night I'm going to the grocery store. I'll find myself like talking like that person just to be like, like, but there's nobody around. Like, I'm not like trying to like, you know, pull a bit on somebody. I'm just like, I'm simply walking down the aisle and I'll pick up something and I'll read it in that voice just to, cause I'm bored. Like, I don't know why I do it, but like, well, that's I'm what not I really talking do. About, like, foreign accents. Right. I'm not really talking about like foreign accents. I'm just talking about someone who has like a slightly different English accent than you do. Oh, <laughs> you know I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a slight kind of country twang or it's like a slight kind of northern like Yankee thing. It's like you just kind of lean that one way or the other and you'll use kind of certain dialectical things that you wouldn't necessarily use in like, you know, how we're talking right now. Yeah, I I guess. I don't know. I do that, too. I um, because like my like I said, my dad's side of the family is from the south. So I like I don't know if y'all can hear it on here, but there's some words I might have a draw to. But other times it's just I have a neutral voice. But then when I go meet drawl my too. little drawl to it. But when I meet my family, it, yeah. it kind of has a little bit more of that. But like I don't know what I don't know is if like I'm tricking myself to make me think, oh, this is how I actually talk, or if I'm like I'm around my family and I want to talk how they talk. I think it's like I'm writing that line. There's sometimes there's like this is a little bit forced, but at other times it also feels natural. So I don't feel like I'm like doing yeah, a bit or playing a character like it feels natural. But there's also certain words that I didn't realize how I say when I listen back on there. It's like, ugh, it's like, cause my mom's from Minnesota. So like, she'll have some of the more <laughs> I'm from rounded, Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, more of the rounded O's. So when I, I don't do it a lot, but like there's sometimes, or like when I, um, like A's, if there's an A in the middle of the word, I'll like kind of like, ah, like I'll really drag it out sometimes. It's like, ugh, I hate it when I do that. Man. Oh, yeah. That's my mom when she, when we see her parents. Yeah. Cause they're kind of like, like working class, like kind of like ethnically French New Orleans people. Yeah. And they, they're not like, they don't exactly sound Cajun, but it kind of goes along that line, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. It's subtle. Like, like they don't, yeah, they don't sound like the crawfish at Dupe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I fucking love that shit. Right, but like my grandpa uh, used words like "sha" and stuff. I don't yeah. know if you know what that is. I have no idea. Well, it, like "sha" just means like, like, um, love or sweetheart or honey or something like that. How would you use it in a sentence? I don't know. Just be like, "Yeah, sha" or something like that. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Yeah, like occasion people say that. I don't really know too much about Cajun culture or I mean, I'm, I guess the only thing I really know is the food, I guess, and some of the blues music like the Delta Which Blues and shit. Which is good as fuck. Yeah, I love they have a, Delta Blues. Oh, and they have a ton. They have tons or of other. Bayou, I'm sorry, not great, Delta. Right, Bayou, yeah. They like all the accordion music and all the that yeah. kind of French stuff is awesome. Yeah, Zydeco. Like the soundtrack. Yeah. yeah, Zydeco, like the, the Princess and the Frog soundtrack has some really good kind of. Yeah um cajun songs my dad fucking loves that echo music my one of my greatest memories is like driving to my grandma's house and he'd always play um i think chubby carrier was the guy that he liked or bojock or god who was it was one of those guys and my mom hates that fucking she calls it ratty tap music (laughs) she's like turn off that ratty tap music (laughs) it's pretty funny but yeah i i like i like zydeco music it's very strange because like i i it's not something I really ever listen to, but if somebody plays it on, I really enjoy it. Oh yeah, I'm the same way. Even though I'm from New Orleans, but <laughs> uh, um, there's some just. I mean, I know it's just obvious, but like this, the New Orleans jazz music is just it's unlike any other. And their their R and B is excellent, obviously. Yeah. There's actually a band I haven't listened to yet, but I want to listen to them. They're called Zebra. Have you ever heard of them? Uh, I don't think so. They are a rock band from New Orleans. Okay. And I I was watching Cobra Kai, and one of the characters was wearing a zebra t-shirt, and then I asked my dad what that was, and he was like, oh, it's a New Orleans rock band. I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> hmm. What's their kind of sound? I don't know. Like I said, I haven't listened to oh, it yet. Oh, right. Duh. Jesus. Turn my brain off. Right. Um, oh, wait. I completely forgot. We need to talk about the Gypsy Kings. Yeah, this is a good segue. It's kind of influencing, or not influencing, it's kind of of the same vein, I think, in terms of energy and dancey vibe. Um, I, I don't know if I told you before, I, I really do like Gypsy Kings. Um, okay. I haven't, I've listened to a couple songs, but I've never really sat and divulged into, I think this is probably the most songs I've listened to from them. There's a couple that okay. I recognized. Um, I thoroughly enjoy them a lot. I, lo- I forgot, they're from Spain, right? Uh, they're actually French. They're French. But they are, like, descended from, like, their parents are all, like, Spaniards, so. Right, so that's what I was going to say, because, like, they have a lot of Middle Eastern influences in the vocals, and that's kind of from that Spanish time, right, I would Oh, guess. yeah, they're, like, they're descended from, like, the southern Spanish, like, kind of Moroccan, yeah. Moorish so, part of Spain, yeah. I had completely forgot about that, because what the, the point that I was going to touch on later in some of the songs is, like, a lot of Mexican restaurants play Gypsy Kings, but they don't play the very wavering Middle Eastern-y sounding Gypsy Kings song. So I forgot that they had that no, element to yes, it. Yes, because they have those. Yeah, because like yeah. especially I don't like in the well, like what what track specifically? Because I, I I have some in mind, but I wanted to hear which ones. So you, the, like the track I think for the most part is a uh, Bailame or Bailame, however the fuck you want to say it. Bailame. Bailame. Yeah. So da- that one. Dance me. Yeah, so that one really had like I feel like I've heard that in every fucking Mexican restaurant. Um, yes, and same thing with the 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 um, which one was it? It's like the um, give me one second. 
Yeah, Bailame, um, yeah. Uh, Volare. That one's played in tons of Mexican restaurants. Yeah. But like, yeah, like, yeah, like the ones you were talking about where you get that just like that that Middle Eastern, like South Spain vibe is the second track, Viento del Arena. Yeah. That song is just, it just reminds me that I'm living. It just like touches like my soul yeah. in this way that like, most like in just it's like no other music it's insane like it just i imagine myself just in the middle of like a desert just like yelling to like just the open abyss just like and just singing those vocals that he's using and i love how he doesn't like even speak a word like it's, he's just singing in gibberish oh is it is it like kind of scatting yeah interesting um that's what's gonna so what yeah, is he's not saying anything what does that one legit? mean the, the, it means wind of the sand wind of the or sand. wind from the sand yeah. okay yeah so i i love that track a lot like i said i love the middle eastern sound that it has but it's very specific i don't i don't want to say sub-saharan i guess it's sub-saharan i think if i'm I saying know, that yeah. right but the what it reminds me of is um there's a band called mirath or myrath m-i-m-y-r-a-t-h and they're a metal band from tunisia um they're a prog metal band they're very good and the singer sounds a lot like that um the guy from Gypsy Kings when he does the the wavering pitch and that's what it really reminds mm. me of but it's cool because it's doing it over f- like Spanish music as opposed to prog metal but they have a lot of like yeah, sitar okay. and harps and a lot of tabla drums and steel bongos and all that shit um, so I did like I love that track a lot uh, Hobi Hoba I've danced that song many fucking times um, that's another one you'll hear in a Mexican restaurant. So one of the stories that I had was I went on a Mediterranean cruise and I was 18. And the fact that I was 18 was cool because it, it ported out of Madrid so I could legally drink on the boat per Spanish law. Oh, nice. Um, so I was able to go drink a lot. I got, so I, I don't really, I don't know if I talked about it before. I don't really drink too much really at all anymore. I have a couple occasionally and get buzzed occasionally, but when I was younger, I liked to like feel like I was drunk, but I like I said, I've only ever thrown up once. But I got really drunk on that ship a lot. Just I was like, "Fuck it, I want to have fun. I'm not gonna, you know, probably ever do this again in my lifetime without my parents. So I'm gonna really enjoy it." And they yeah. had this like nightclub that was like at the top level deck of the ship, and every night it was fucking wild. Like people would get shit faced. Everybody was dancing on each other. It was such a fun atmosphere. And I remember. Because I don't really like dancing. I have to get some drinks in me to dance. Or, like, I have to do it, like, with my girlfriend. I can't just fucking dance by myself. I'm just not that dude. But I love dancing to yeah. salsa or, like, Spanish music the most. Because I think club songs are more ass-shaking songs. So it's like I feel awkward dancing to them. But I love dancing yeah, to Spanish yeah. music. And I remember... Yes, there's just, like, I can't sit still when I'm listening to this. I have to kind of, like, just tap to the beat with my hands or, like, my feet or yeah. something. I have to, like, pretend like I'm playing the drums or something. Exactly. Uh, so mm-hmm. I remember when the song came on because I fucking love this song. So I danced to it so fucking hard. And I was like, I think I was going up to random girls and just trying to like dance with them. And I think I got rejected twice. And then the third one let me dance with them. So I danced with them to this song, which is kind of, I wasn't even which embarrassed. Which song was it again? Hobi Hoba. Yes, right. The um, the first track on that one. Joby um, Joba. Oh, is it Joby Joba? That's how he sings it. I'm sure. Th- I think that's uh, like something in the the moroccan arabic dialect i think i don't i don't i know that's how he sings it i just i forgot that that's how you pronounce it differently anyway um yeah i don't it could be pronounced differently when you say it as opposed to sing it but anyway so like i was i was dancing to that song and i was like on a fucking high because i love like i just i felt good dancing to it and i remember i was with my brother-in-law and 
um, I never was accustomed to taking shots. So he was kind of like, basically like, you got to take shots to experience it. So I, I took a um, tequila shot and I didn't know that you're supposed to chase it with the lime. So I was like, I just, I took the shot and then I just took the lime and threw it in the trash. This Norwegian dude that was sitting at the bar sees me do this, gets up, fucking screams at me in Norwegian and like demand, like he like, he was slamming his fists on the bar and he told the bartender to like, give me another shot and he would give him one as well. And he basically like, he didn't, he like mimed it. He like took my hand and like fucking like gave me the lime and like told me like this is how you're supposed to do it so like he made me take another shot and then fucking chase the lime afterwards while i was already really fucking drunk man yeah it was a fun time the guy giving you the instructions spoke english no he didn't speak any english he was talking to me in norwegian but like miming it okay that's yeah he was miming it but he was saying norwegian (laughs) shit while he was doing it i I understood like i was just like whatever i don't care but like he he got so offended that i didn't fucking do the lime chaser after that shot it was so funny he ordered me another one to do it correctly (laughs) man um but yeah so that's every time i hear that song someone makes me think of i love that one um i think my favorite off of the album is una more yeah, I that's a good one. love that album. I love the moodiness. I'm sorry, that song. I love the moodiness of the track. The slow Beat is also really good. Yes, yeah. that slow pulsing rhythm, and then their notes. So the one thing that I like about Gypsy Kings is they have like really cool rhythms, and they have really really awesome um, chord voicings and note selection. I love the yeah, way the their shit. I really like their chords. Yes, their um, their chords are nice. I love the way they structure their chords. Um, yeah, they just make sense. Like, <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of the stuff that I like to write. Like, I I try to capture the same sort of atmosphere when I write some of the softer melodies. Um, the way oh, same. That's very much how I like. Like, I mean, you see me playing in the guitar store. Like, I'll be playing those kind of note, sele- yeah. like those key, those key chord selections and the chord structures yeah. and progressions it'll be very similar to like gypsy kings and especially the rhythm i play yeah which it's so iconic like it's just so obvious that it's them exactly you know that that rhythm yeah they are very very fucking good players um the other thing i was gonna say was also when i was on that cruise there was these they did like a bunch of shows and one of them was these three guys and i don't remember i think they were south american i could be wrong but they were like a comedy troupe but they would cover gypsy king songs and they would they would like they're very very fucking good on their instruments to the point where like they could mess around and do silly things and they would sound really fucking cool and they would just like they were like the three stooges but they were covering gypsy kings and they would like they would like do like a comedic break where they would like shit on each other then they would all go into harmonized singing and playing together it was very very fun were they speaking in spanish they were speaking in english but they were singing the songs in spanish but like they put on a show like i said it was a comedy show but they were like playing gypsy king songs too it was very very cool and I, I don't know if they did yeah. some originals too, but they're very, very talented. And that's what, so like Gypsy King's very fucking talented. And one of the things I was going to say over the last, um, the last flamenco album that I listened to was, uh, I don't what, do you know when this was made? Um, this album says it's from the night 95. And I know that is kind of when they were, they were popular yeah. in like the late eighties and the early nineties yeah. and stuff like that. So obviously I, so I, I'm not, I think, so, how do I put it? Obviously, the production is loads better. It's like a, it's not like a guy in a microphone. Like they really they have layers, they have reverb. Like they they really mix their shit well and they got their tones right. 
So like this is the few examples where I love the sound of a classical guitar because the way they make it sound is so powerful and it's not like weak at all and it's not rubber banding sounding. So I, I really love the way they do their guitar. I think they have a lot of um, overtones that are really nice in their playing. So I that's what I really enjoy is their production and the way that everything sounds just in the mix. I just I love it a lot. Um, yeah, so like I said, and the cool thing about that track as well is that the shredding leads I think sometimes in classical or classical Spanish music the shredding leads are kind of like more of a showcase but I feel like in every Gypsy King song they really fit with the actual song very well yeah and I just love how they you kind of get glimpses of it in the background and like the verses and stuff but then like it'll be the chorus and after that yo when they have like just the the solo or they could just get to show off it's great yeah um, yeah. So I love that one a lot. Like I said, it's probably my favorite off the album. Um, Morea is another really good one. What does that one mean? That one is very good. Um, I'm pretty sure that just means like Moorish woman. Let me check. Moorish woman? Because, yeah, because it's, hold on. Like Moorish is in what? Like what's the context of that? Um, or is it a culture? I don't know what the word means. Um, hold on, give me one second. It did give me woman vibes, though. That's the one thing I was going to say about this song. Hold on one second. <laughs> woman vibes. Well, <laughs> I know. So, no, some of the songs make me think of, like, the like the belly dancers and, like, the Middle Eastern vibes and stuff like that. It does. Like, Viento de la Arena. That de- I definitely get that. Yeah, that one. Oh, um, Morea is an island, is a Polynesian French island. Okay. Okay. So this one, I think my tone is probably the tone of the guitars is probably my favorite on the album. Um, the song sounds like like it's a very seductive dance routine. That's why I think it gives me woman vibes. Like it's like, you know, if you're like standing in the corner of the room and like there's a girl staring at you, like looking at you, wanting like with her eyes telling you that she wants to dance with you. I feel like the song would be playing. Um, I love the fast chord changes. It's like a very intuitive melody. It, it just it it, it kind of like I said, it has that very overlooking sort of feel to it um and the one thing that was very weird that i thought was interesting when i listened to this the first time the note choices that they did it made me feel like it was like a very heavy pit in my stomach but like in that kind of like a drum lay i i gave the example of it reminds me of when you're about to like when you're on the top of a roller coaster and you're about to drop that like sinking feeling in your stomach and that like adrenaline rush for some reason, right, like the right. the notes made me feel that kind of similar feeling. is very strange. I thought that was interesting. So I, I like that one a lot. Um, oh, did you like Did you like Trista Pena? I think that's one of my favorite ones. Yes, I do love that one. I, I love that one. So um, I love the powerful the his. I think that was probably the song with the most powerful vocals that he did. He belted that fucking yes, shit. Yes, he's so good. And yeah, like, very I, I very the, good. It's like a yeah, similar to this, the Viento de la Arena, like it yeah. just, you just feel that passion and like this that fiery soul into his like in his voice, um, and I mean, it, and it's obviously different for me because I understand almost everything they're saying. Yeah, dude, but, um, it's like a, Trista yeah. Pena. He's talking about like a breakup and how like ah. he and like how he used to be with like his woman and stuff like that, and you just feel like the sadness in his voice, but it doesn't come off. It's like anger. In, like, you can a, feel like the frustration. The release, right, the release I, of frustration, but, I should say. Well, yes, that. But I was also saying how like it doesn't come off in like a cringe, like emo, sad kind of like sad boy kind of. Oh like, no, he's no, just, no, yeah. Like you control, know, he's just le- legitimately like sad, and th- and that's the other thing. Like, you don't have the context. Like you're, you're not like, 
um oh is she dead is, did she leave him like what what happened you know? yeah it's it's that control like we were talking about earlier and i think that's the one cool thing and what what i don't like i love this trope and these types of music and god i can't talk in this type of genre than other genres is i feel like in pop music especially if it's like a breakup song i feel like that's like the really cliche like oh i'm more powerful and stronger now and like fuck this dude you know what i mean like it's it's very it's very forced and cheesy yeah and it's so yeah me me and you have the same sentiment of like things like this that are bad are bad because they're very overt about like what they're yeah, saying it's and not subtle no, at all there's no subtlety there's no sophistication there's just no creativity it's just very blatantly obvious like what they're going for yeah and that's and, what like, i i don't like because it's it's it also just gives it's i it gives people a sense of avoidance of responsibilities so, like they'll listen to like these breakup songs like yeah fuck that dude blah 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 blah, blah. i'm powerful now i'm a strong independent person pill, bro or yeah, or the fucking red pill shit. Like it gives you that false sense what? of no. Seriously, it gives you that false sense of security. Yes, no, I it's it's right. a fucking yeah, no, mile wide and an inch deep. But with this type of shit, and you yep. can actually feel that like non cringy controlled power in the voice. And yes, no, like 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 uh, trista pena, which means uh, sad shame. Sad shame, by the way, because okay. like because he's talking about how like it was like a bitter love that he had with his woman and stuff like that, and it was just like this this love that he could like never replace like you like you really feel it it doesn't feel like it's this forced like just overly romantic song like i legitimately feel sorry for this guy and like like you said his vocals like he just belts it and it's not annoying it's not like over the top you just like you're just like yes man i feel your pain also the fact that he can sing and play this shit is really fucking impressive too i have so much respect for people that can play and sing really intricate shit and not miss a beat it's so fucking hard to do i don't think people understand how difficult it is to do that it's super fuck it takes so much practice um the other thing i like about that song was they kind of they they kind of mimic the sound of a sitar i don't know what they did they either like lower the action of the strings like they or they they lowered the nut or did something to make the strings kind of buzz off of the frets or buzz off of something on the guitar to give it that like sitar sound um which i really like with that rolling rhythm that very very consistent flow that they had with that kind of string buzz is really really cool i think that's why i like them a lot they they play with a lot of neat um percussive sounds with their music on the guitar yeah and that's another thing too um they, it just entrances you, you yeah know? it does it's very entrancing um the, the other percussive thing that i love is on a quiero saber that one that like i want to know yeah i want to know so that one the beginning where they mimic the sound of rain and they strum really quickly all the muted notes and shit Ooh, that is yes yeah. no i thought that, that is, was really creative i like that, that a lot is so awesome uh, i love I the think... pace of that one i love this like the <laughs> the guitar tone was also really cool it's very smooth and sweet like it gave me a very savory type of sound um and then the singing had that really good sway to it as well i just i love that song a lot um yeah did you like um which one was it um montaña the the 10th track i thought that was a very nice like i did and g change of pace (laughs) it was a good change of pace i for some reason like i i I, so like when i when the beginning of the song was playing i was like ooh, i'm really gonna like this one but for some reason like it didn't really pique my interest for the whole song like i felt like it was missing something I think it was the pacing. I don't really think I like the pacing too much of that one. I guess it's different, though, because, like, I do, like, 
understand what he's saying and i guess that might have to play more into the fact that i do lo- that that'll make me like it more yeah if you didn't give me fucking 18 songs to listen to i probably could have researched the lyrics motherfucker <laughs> god well anyway yeah basically I... <laughs> he's just talking about like he's just going back to the mountain where he was born okay and it's like about nostalgia and stuff like that oh uh, it disappoints me that i didn't like that song because I, I love that kind of theme I might, i'm gonna go back and listen to it see if i can pull something i didn't get in the first time um i so maria that is the most like stereotypical gypsy king song you could get yeah that one was kind of that one that one and uh volare kind of sound like filler songs to me on their albums because their other ones were super interesting so those ones like i said they're not bad they just sound like yeah that's a that's a gypsy king song there's nothing wrong with it it's it works but it's like you can they're kind of the same you can tell they walked into the studio that day and they're like this works <laughs> yeah, they're just like let's just play the same rhythm. We yeah. it works. The rhythm's great. Yeah, cool. So no one will like, care. <laughs> like why branch out? Let's stick to our formula. It sells albums. Don't fucking do anything different. However, the one different song that I really liked that's gonna be my beach playlist is uh, Escuchami. Really? I don't. I mean, I, I don't love that dislike song. it. I think it's it's diff. I don't like it as much as the other ones. Okay, it's, it's the most different out of because it has that like that doom doom doom. What is that? Yeah, like, uh, reggae. That's why I love reggae. reggae. Yeah. yeah, reggae. Okay, I'm sorry. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's like this is um, going on my beach playlist. I have like Tame Impala, um, Lady. Oh, fuck, what is her name? Lady. God damn it. The 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 bomb bomb bomb. That fucking that really popular reggae dance song. Fuck, what is that called? Anyway. Oh, wait. Um, not not Rihanna. No, Wait. it's not Rihanna. It's oh my god, this is gonna know, kill I'm me. I'm just guessing. I need to fucking say the name of this lady because I love that fucking oh Sister Nancy. That's who it is. Bam bam. Okay. Anyway, so I love that fuck. That's going on my beach playlist. I love the the staccato kind of. I do like beat. it, but not as much as like the other ones. If you I do- think it just kind of like it, it, it kind of got played out. The more the song got into. Like the more the more you got into the song, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I think like when they try to go for like I mean, if you don't like reggae, that's a lot of reggae is like that. But they also well, I do like, like reggae. But well, this one like the the melody was a little bit more playful, so like that can kind of feel a little bit drawn out the more it goes on. Like you're like, okay, I kind of had enough. You know what I mean? It's very quirky. Yeah. Oh, well, I honestly, like that stuff though. How did you like their instrumental songs? Because I think those are just excellent. I love like yeah I, I do like love, instrumental songs. love and liberté that one was just I'm like that is just so encapsulating of just like Spanish guitar and just like that mwah. like I just want to pick up like a like the a sword and just put on like the mask of Zorro and just start like, yes yeah. fighting and like just rescuing like damsels in distress and like riding horses and that, like into the desert yeah I think that has the most pleasant melody of all the songs in this album and I love all the string noises and the scrapes and the hand noises that they do in the song I think it fits very they're very good at putting yeah. um uh dynamic to their playing and I think that really comes through like I feel like if a guitar player can play something slow and give it so much um I don't want to keep saying tone because I've seen tone all fucking night it gives it a lot more character whether it's with an effect or with their hands, I always really appreciate that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, right. No, I mean, I mean, these, these words, like, even if they're vague, I mean, it doesn't matter because that's exactly what I'm looking for in a... In a well, they're hard to describe. Like, it's, it's, very, yeah, it's very nuanced, specific sounds that give you a specific emotion or it's a very subtle thing that, like, you can hear, like, the way he plays one note just rings out differently than the other ones. So it's, like, it's very subtle things you can miss. So, like, I can describe all these vague words and people will listen to it and they're like, what the fuck is he talking about so it's like you really gotta pay attention and i think like i said once you play guitar and especially for my job all i do is hear guitar all day so it takes a lot for me to hear like oh that's really interesting the way that note is played you know what i mean right like it'll 
you just like notice different more things than like the yeah average person and, and i love that about music and i love that when i can hear especially with genres of music i don't listen to so it's like i'm always trying to like what's another band where i love the way they you know play their instruments specifically um so that one was a good song and then the one i forgot about really fucking love is bombo lejo i fucking say that oh yeah that's all the, the time that's the most yeah favorite that's like the like everyone knows what that Bumble is. Like even if you, if you think, Bumble. even if you think you don't know, like Bumble. you know, you know the song. Yeah, everybody knows this fucking song. But um, <laughs> it's a little overplayed, but it's still awesome. Yeah, but like, I mean, you, over you can't go wrong. Overplayed, but it's not as over. It's not on the fucking radio, so you're not gonna hear the song every day. No, because we live in America. Exactly. But, but yeah, I I fucking love. Like, who can't like this song? No, um, that's like that is just if you don't like that song. I, I give up. Like, yeah. I don't know what impresses you. You like, can't you know, not like I it. I think that's that's very it, it true of them, of, as like Gypsy Kings as a whole. Like, there's, I think they're very palatable. What does that mean? What Or what's the song about? I don't even know. I'm very curious to know what this Bamboleo. one is. Let, let me look at the lyrics. Because um, I always thought it's oh. like, it's it's very celebratory. Every, like, you can't not have a good time when you listen to this song. Like, it, I feel like you're let always celebrating something when you listen to it. Like, you just um, graduated or you got a car married like it's a very um this uh, that love arrives like this of that way or of this way okay um it doesn't have faults no tiene la culpa caballo de danza bana horse of vain dance nice um no te perdono llorar i don't I don't blame you to cry. Like I don't blame that you're crying. <laughs> um, let me see. Um, Who could ever like, blame? Bamboleo, bamboleo. Porque mi vida yo lo prefiero vivir así. Por, because my life, I prefer to live it like this. So it's like an F you kind of thing. Okay. I think it's. I guess my celebratory guess could still kind of fit with the lyrics if you take it that way. Um, fucking, I remember. I used to go to this um, really cool bar. They sold Mediterranean food, and they did open mics, and I played a couple of them. And one of the ones that I watched was a guy. He was like this – He I don't know if he's actually from the Northeast, but, like, he had a cab hat and, like, wanted to have that persona, like, yeah, I hung out in jazz clubs or shit like that. Like, he just kind of has that vibe. Um, and he tried to cover this song, and he was singing and playing it, and he had a looper pedal. But he didn't practice with it. He didn't know how to fucking work it, so he did – um, the thing where he would play the rhythm of the chords and then he would stop for a second and then stop the looper pedal so it would record the stop and then when he tried to sing and play the lead over top it would fuck him up because the rhythm kept going off so he must have started over like three times trying to play this fucking song Man. it was so brutal and it was this kind of music you were saying no it was bombaleo it was this song oh it was this song yeah he's trying yeah, to play this honestly, fucking song i think i could do a cover of it because the rhythm's like I, I mean, it's it's I can I have it down. Yeah, but you mess. I just don't like, know if I could. You have a looper pedal, so you know how that works. So it's like, like you said, he tried to he stopped playing. Oh, and then no, re- right. Yeah. But I, I was just I I mean like just live like just you playing it and um like singing it at the same time. Oh yeah, I think if you try, would you try to do the lead part too? Like I said, since you have a looper, would you just loop the rhythm and then try to play the lead while you sing? Um. Well, if I did have a looper, that yeah, that is what I would do. If I did, I thought you do. I would just do you not? No, I do. But let's say in a context oh. where like I can't bring it, or it's like oh, uh, yeah, or just some situation where I don't have it. I see. You and practice just... without one, to, so if you had to do it, yeah, so yeah, I yeah. could just play the rhythm and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's just all around like 
like we were saying, if you don't like this song, I don't know what we're doing. Like, you're like, what are you doing, man? Yeah. <laughs> Not a good look, bro. <laughs> but yeah, um, I think uh, that's all the songs that really stood out to me the most, the ones that I enjoyed. Um, I really like I this. I love yeah. almost every single song on this, though. Like, even, like, the Escuchame, the, which means listen to me, if you didn't know. Yeah. Um, but it, it, even, like, despite the things that I don't like about it, it's still, like, I would listen to it. It's not like I'm gonna turn it off. It's a good song. I I like it. Like I said, yeah. And next time when I'm going to the beach, it's gonna be playing. Oh, um, if I'm on the beach, I'm just gonna just listen to this whole thing because I just yeah. I love the vibes of this, and I just it just makes me want to just you know just be Antonio Banderas and <laughs> just yeah I hear you. be the mask of Zorro. It's a fucking yeah. good one. Um, but yeah, yeah, I I think that's pretty much all my thoughts on the album. I really enjoyed it. I um. It's the same well, thing. Did you listen to their their version of Hotel California? I did. I didn't really like it. Okay. Yeah, I like the the normal one by the Eagles better. <laughs> but yeah, I it's, I think because like they really changed the atmosphere of it. Because like I don't really like that song in general, but I, I kind of. Oh, you don't? Okay. Well, so I go back and forth. There, like I I hear it all no, the I time because it plays but... all the fucking time here. Even though I try to skip it, but like. I like True. like it, it's a good song and I I have to listen to it like I said I have to be really in the mood to listen to that song but I like sort of the um I love the feel of it but again it's just it, I feel like it's overplayed so I just I kind of get sick of listening to it. Um, that is a very good album though. The whole yeah. Hotel California album is is really good. It's not like a nice lie. like soft rock. Um, not gonna lie, I haven't really sat and listened to a whole album from them. It's, um, that's the only whole album I've listened to them because a lot of their other stuff I don't really like that much. Yeah, it's just it's just kind of love ballads and stuff like that. That's fair. Like the I wanna know what love is. <laughs> oh, I hate that fucking I, song. I can't. I, I want you to show. I didn't even know that that was the Eagles until. Like, I, I hate that like '80s ballad or '80s power ballad shit, and that's what it sounds like to me. I fucking hate oh, that yeah, song. Oh yeah, that's that's what like a lot of their stuff is. But like, Hotel uh, California is, is is such a good album. Were they a '70s band or an '80s band? I don't even remember. They are '70s. Okay, but then I I think they bled into the '80s. I figure, but I didn't know if they started in this because like a lot of their music kind of sounds. They started in the '70s. Okay, because yeah, a lot of it's kind of '70s. Like Hotel California is especially '70s inspired. Um, oh, definitely. But yeah, yeah, I hate that fucking. Song. Oh god, I can't stand that song. Um, well, uh, onto the album that like I I recommended to you, which is the best of the Gypsy Kings, not best of the Gypsy. Uh, sorry, not best of the Gypsy Kings. It's the best of the Gypsy Kings. Oh, what a for fucking anyone difference. wanting to. Yeah, for anyone wanting to listen to it. Um, honestly, the worst song in this is just the last track, where it's like that weird remix of like all the different songs. I was yeah, like, that was this? that was like you I, know people. In, it's like that'd be played in a club or something. Yeah, yeah, I don't really like, like that. That's one not even good club music. I wouldn't even. Yeah, didn't like that one either. Um, I didn't like also the what was the 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 second so like the not the album but like the but the other one besides the cover of Hotel California. Um, Luna del Fuego. Yeah, I didn't like that one either. I thought that one had did a Did you very... like, um, did you like Farón, which was the other one? I did, yeah. But I like there's, that one. There's, yeah, that one was, people do covers of that one all the time. That yeah. one's very famous. Yeah, I like that one a lot, too. But yeah, the, the other one, yeah, it just, it's, I didn't like the pacing of it all. I feel like it was very... It wasn't as sophisticated either. Well, it's not even that. It's just like, it was also the live video and the way they, I don't know if it's the way they played it live. It's just, I didn't like it. It just kind of... Oh, you listened to a live recording? 
Yeah, I I looked it up on YouTube and it was um the first one that popped up. I don't know if it was a music video, but oh. it's like him sitting oh, in the just... chair and playing it and singing it. I just listened to like the one that's like you know has the album cover. Uh, okay. Maybe I might have listened. I don't know if it's gonna be that much different, but I might have listened to the wrong version then. But the the one that they played live, I didn't like at all. Okay. Um, um. Yeah. A lot of their songs make really good backing tracks. Ooh man. Yeah, I'm sure they do. Yeah. Yeah, because like when we talk about our favorite bands, we typically just kind of focus on rock or like metal or like English speaking kind of like Anglospheric yeah. rock music and stuff like that. But it's like we never like these kind of bands never really occur to us when we're thinking about that. I'm like, yeah, Gypsy Kings is definitely in like my top 10 or 5. Well, you know, I mean, for, like, fa- favorite bands. I yeah. listen to a lot of like there's. If, if there's a country there's a metal band or a folk kind of a lot of metal bands from different countries they implement a lot of their um their home styled folk influence into it so like true, there's a lot true. of uh yeah. bands from the middle east that are like that there's a lot of like european bands that kind of give sort of that slavic not polka but it's very folksy and then some people do like the celtic medieval thing into the mix with it and also some spanish inspired so like there's a there's some bands i listen to that don't speak english i dude i I listen to fucking shit tons of music my library is intense like there's times where i get overwhelmed like holy fuck i don't even know what to listen to because there's so much bullshit that's me man because i mean i i kind of pride myself on the fact that i listen to a shit ton of music but i mean i don't know how much music you listen to because like i literally like i said i'll listen to literally anything that doesn't necessarily mean I think everything is good, because yeah. that's not. Because anyone who says that is fucking bullshitting themselves. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, I just. I think a lot of people don't listen to enough music in other languages, if you know what I'm saying. Because when you listen to something that's not in your, in the language you speak, it just kind of it's very puts difficult. you into like that. I don't. I mean, for me, obviously, and I'm not just referring to Spanish-speaking music because I understand all that, but. If it's something that I don't understand, like it almost kind of brings me into the vibe more, you know. I so, I so it doesn't like, bother me if I don't understand anything. It doesn't bother me like, too. Like I'll, I'll listen to enough of like the sound. I don't care if I don't understand the lyrics because I can just read them. I don't really find lyrics super super important in the scope of music. Obviously, I love when I love a song and I love the lyrics. It's like a double barreled shotgun for me. But right. um, I. I don't really have to do that. I just I understand why it's difficult to listen to a song in another language, um, especially because a lot of people do focus on the vocals and the lyrics. So, especially if they don't play an instrument, that's really what they can gravitate towards. The fact that it's not in English, I can understand why that's hard to grasp. Like uh, yeah, and a lot of a lot of people have the same thing with like movies and TVs. Yeah. Like sorry, movies and TV shows that aren't in English. And sometimes like I do understand where you're coming from or like, yeah, I don't feel like reading subtitles. Like it just I don't feel like doing it. <laughs> I don't mind it. I, but I I like reading subtitles. I don't mind it either, no. But some people it just they're just like I just don't really feel like doing it. I, it just kinda gives me a headache. And I'm like, Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean I think it's one of those things like people bitch about it, but then when they just get forced to do it, they'll just not even think about it twice after a while. But, um, oh, I agree with you 100%. I'm just saying, like, I understand where they're coming from. Yeah, I do, too. <laughs> yeah, I, I still think that, like, you need to kind of get into the atmosphere and be and just l- listen to whatever the original language was. That's why, like, I am... I mean, obviously, if something's animated, it's different. Like, I don't mind watching a dubbed anime, especially if it's an anime that is popular yeah. and it has a good English dub, like right. Death Note, which actually... Death Note, 
I would recommend actually listening to the English version because it has a bunch of memes and like culture around it that's in the English version. It has like a unique thing to it. If you, I don't, do you, did you watch in English or Japanese? I watched both. Okay. Because I've only seen little bits of it in Japanese. Um, I don't know. I, I think it also just depends on what it is. I think if you really like something, it doesn't really matter if if it's in English or another language. I think the most important example of that is, have you heard of the band Ramstein? No. So they're a German band, and like almost all their lyrics are in German, and they're super fucking big over here. Like every like everybody that listens to metal knows who Ramstein is, and it's because a lot of their songs are very simple and catchy. So like even though you don't fucking understand what he's saying, it's you can really sing along to it because it's his voice is very deep and the like it's very forward placed in the mix and it's very clear. You can hear all the words and like German's one of those languages where it's like you can really mimic the words even though you don't know what they're saying especially because if they're not talking fast and it's in a song context because spanish you have to do very specific pronunciations which you have to do too in german but i feel like it's easier in german to do that for people especially for people to sing along to it so there's like i when i didn't speak german i I don't fucking remember any of it now but um i would (laughs) sing along to all the songs and have no fucking clue what they meant yeah i mean did you know that that's partially because spanish only has five vowel sounds and that's it Oh, I see. Whereas, yeah, whereas in English, there's like 14, I think. It's insane. Because, um, like, look, it'll be like the letter A. You can be like A, A, uh, uh. Like, it, it's it's ridiculous how many vowel sounds we can make. Yeah. Which in most other languages, it just doesn't exist. In Spanish, it's literally just A, E, I, O, U. And there's no, any variation, essentially. So that's why it's more difficult because you have to pronounce them, like, a very few ways. Yeah, you have for... to lock your voice and, like, you have to just, yeah, lock yourself in the I strict it's more sounds, spe- and that's... Oh, I've noticed, yeah, it's more of a specific sound because, like, in English, nobody really gets on you if you say a word a little bit differently, but I feel like in other languages, no, they really no. fucking get on you for that. Yeah, exactly, because, like, if you pronounce other... that's Yeah, that's why... Because in English, we are very used to hearing really thick accents and like bad pronunciations of our language but like in other languages they're just not necessarily used to hearing that <laughs> yeah so like if, if you pronounce el dorado like el dorado like they literally just like slap you in the face <laughs> <laughs> exactly and that's why i think el dorado i think german is a little bit easier in that way i mean the thing about german is like a lot of their shit they have super long words and some of the pronunciation for those words are very specific and it's difficult yeah but trying to read like look at that and yeah. like sound it out i'm like what it's fucking crazy but they don't really have that in their songs so it's like a lot of their a lot of the german in their songs is very simple for that reason like they're not oh, so, okay it's hard yeah. to fit like a fucking five syllable word in a song <laughs> you know what i mean Right, yeah, that's like, how do you find a rhyme, yeah. you know? Like a 13-letter song, or a 13-letter word doesn't really work well. But I think yeah, most dude, of their shit's actually, easy to pronounce. I have kind of like a, uh, a so I, I wouldn't say funny story necessarily, but um, when we were in England, my dad loved the fact that we could watch, like, all of the DVDs and all, like, the British DVDs we could get at the library, like, and we could rent, had they all had like German dubs, so we just watched like tons of movies that we loved just in German. <laughs> it's like, and there were certain movies 
where I only knew for a little while the German dubbed version of it, like Groundhog Day. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I, that's really. I hadn't seen the English version of Groundhog Day till I like got back to America. <laughs> so. Dude, that's fucking funny. I'm gonna do that to my kids. I'm gonna just show them classic movies in a different language, and that's what they're gonna, that's what their frame of reference is gonna be. Yeah. So, you, <laughs> like, you, damn you it, it's gonna Groundhog make you smarter. Day, right? Watch it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Because like. You've seen Groundhog Day, right? You know what? I've maybe I don't even think I've seen it all the way through. I've probably like seen like glimpses and pieces of it. I know what it's about and like I probably know most of the scenes, but I couldn't really tell you if I've seen the whole movie. I have no idea. <laughs> well, okay. So but do you know the part where the guy's like, Watch your step over there, it's a doozy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's classic. Yeah, in in German he goes, Das ist ein Reinfall. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, German is so fucking goofy. I love it. No, yeah, my, I, I know this vicariously. My brother says that Germans are the funniest fucking people on planet Earth. Which is crazy because they get stereotyped as having no sense of humor. Yes, no, but my brother says they have a very similar sense of humor as we do, where it's like a lot of irony. Oh yeah. And a lot of just like stupid goofy bullshit and stuff like that. Yeah, dude. Like I said, if you start getting into Ramstein, their fucking antics are hilarious, dude. There's one, like, every time they do a live, I'm not sure this is every time, but every, uh, there's times where, like, he's supposed to do a vocal holdout and he just burps into the microphone for really long. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like, it's just, they do really fucking goofy shit like that. Um, oh, that's, I, I bet. Yeah. But yeah, I. Yeah, I don't know about like gypsy kings how they are in real life or like what they do with performances or anything i don't really know much about them you know and what's I crazy learn more i get this feeling and i don't know why i get this feeling but th do you think that they would be like they give there's some impression that it gives me and i don't know why because i love the fucking music and i think it's very um multi-layered but i feel like the people would be kind of pretentious and kind of dicky in real life do you get that feeling too um, not necessarily, huh, but I guess the more you're saying about it, I'm like, well, it it could be that way, and I'd never really, I never really thought about it that way. Which is crazy because I feel like a lot of people that play this kind of music, like they would have really interesting stories. And, and I, I again, I, I've, I've watched no interviews. I don't know anything about these guys, so they could be completely opposite. But for just no sort of reference going into it and not knowing, it just they give me like for some reason I feel like they would be an asshole to you if you like walked up to them and said what's up. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't I mean, know why I get that feeling. I just they don't do. look like they're nice dudes. But... They, yeah, I've seen pictures. They look nice, but again, they just look like yeah. No, they just look like the boys. Like I would yeah. love, I would love to just like go chill with them. But then again, you know, you you never know because you never know until you meet somebody. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was like, I don't know what their persona would be, but it, I don't know why they gave me that vibe. Yeah, but... and it's like, I mean, have you ever actually talked to a celebrity? Um, I've. I don't know if I've talked to like a celebrity, like a really famous celebrity. I've I've met like famous like, who musicians. Who is the most famous person? Who is the most famous person you've talked to? Um, fuck, I don't know. I probably the most relevant famous person, or I guess, on YouTube is um. There's a YouTube creator called Music Is Win. He does a lot of um, a lot of like guitar reviews and just song structure um and a lot of music theory videos and. He did like a music stores in 50 states kind of video where he would travel to one store in each state and like have, you know, basically tell about the shop and 
do um, have the owners tell funny stories that happen. So he stopped by our shop and I was really curious because I thought he was going to be an asshole in person, but he's really sweet. And his wife is the one that does all the filming and she's also very nice. So They're very pleasant to talk oh, nice. to. Okay. So he has like millions. What's this guy called? You said his uh, music is when is his YouTube name and he has a couple million subscribers. So I think he's probably the most. Oh, so you guys were featured on his channel. Yeah. This was a couple years oh, ago. Like, did he have to ask permission or what I happened? don't like, remember if I, I think I, I don't think we reached out. I think he reached out first. He asked us if he could film a video at our store. I think that's how it went down. I honestly don't remember, though. But yeah. everything was cordial that's from the planning to the it wasn't forced at all. He just kind of told us what the theme of the video was going to be and then what was going to happen. And then he did exactly that. And that's what the video was. So it was pretty cool. Um, what was I going to say? Musician, I don't know. A, a lot of, like, I've, um, I haven't met anybody from Tool, Deftones, Mastodon, or Gojira. Those guys are pretty big bands. Um, I've yep. met a lot of the, this, like, Doom Metal's not a really prestigious, well, not prestigious, it's not a very well-known genre, but, like I said, they're cult classics, so, like, they're very well-known in that genre. I don't know, like, numbers-wise how many people follow them, but I've met a lot of really, like, famous musicians from that genre i would say but i'm blanking on like the most famous musician i've ever shook hands with i don't remember i haven't i haven't met huh. that many musicians honestly i'll go well, to it doesn't necessarily need to be musician but like anybody um i don't think i've met any celebrity that's not a musician besides mm. honestly i saw um do you know the hodge twins are uh, yes, I do. I saw those guys <laughs> that, at fucking. They're pretty cool. Yeah. I, I saw them at Retro Fitness one time, but I didn't go up to them. I just saw them working out there. Where is it? That's in. That's here. Yeah, it's here. I. They're from. They they're from here. They're not. I don't know if they're from Northern. But they're. They're from Virginia. I just don't know where. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. They. They seem like cool dudes. I would, I'd yeah. love to talk to them. I would love to talk. I don't know why I didn't go up to him. I just didn't want to bother them because like people were like going up and taking pictures with them, and I. I was just not that guy. I just didn't want to go up and bother them. Um, I met, I don't know if you ever, yeah, do you know the show Ink Master? No. Um, so there's, it's basically like a tattoo competition show. So my girlfriend's kind of into tattoo. So we went to the DC Tattoo Expo and they had a lot of people from that show there that I saw. Um, but yeah, nobody really famous I've ever met. Okay. Have you? Um, well, the... The most famous person I've ever met is the granddaughter of emperor carl of austria <laughs> the fuck is that <laughs> um he was the i believe he was the emperor of austria during world war one I, I think oh shit he is venerated in the catholic church you've met a historical person well his his granddaughter <laughs> granddaughter of a historical person uh yes and i spoke to her in german hmm which was very cool. And yeah. I have a picture with him. <laughs> Man, I, that's the only reason why I wish I could learn a second language is just to talk to people in that language and meet cool-ass people. Right, yeah. <clears throat> like, um, like, she was, because we were at the mass where we were, it was like celebrating his feast day. And it was just, it was, I could tell it was just such like a, and like, she was so happy to be there and like, and know that like we all cared about like this figure and stuff like that and how we all like uh, like honored this man and like his his life and his commitment to to jesus and stuff like that and right, she was yeah. just very 
like moved by that. And I'm sure I kind of I made her happy by speaking to her in German. <laughs> I'm sure you did. Yeah, people like it's yeah. always flattering when you try to speak, you know, somebody's native language. Because most right. people speak English, like I don't really feel like oh they're speaking English. You know what I mean? Because most people yeah speak... yeah because yeah, that's something you don't have in English. Because it's like yeah. yes, it's our native language, but it's like if you hear somebody speaking it, it's like whatever. Everyone else speaks it, so like who yeah. cares? It's crazy. But it's I... like. Like, I'm not, like, I, I don't, like, project this onto people, but, like, I just assume, like, when I, like, look at somebody, they speak English. I don't know why. <laughs> or at least a little bit. But, like, I don't, like, expect them to. Like, I don't, like I said, I I think that they really, do. I mean, if you're in America, you could literally look like anything. And it's, like, if you speak English, you don't think twice. Dude, we're... You can look at somebody, they're like, oh, look at this fucking nerd. And then they, like, speak some goddamn language. You don't even know what that is. And, like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what i mean just like some like average looking right. white dude and then just like throw out this weird language like holy shit catches me off guard every yeah. time they're like they're like actually central asian or some weird they're like from kazakhstan or something like that yeah or, oh yeah speaking of kazakhstan another famous person i met who it was actually at that same mass i was talking about for emperor carl of austria the bishop who gave the mass uh, athanasius snyder I met him. He was he's the bishop of somewhere in Kazakhstan, I believe. Hmm. And he is actually he's ethnically German. But he he he's done most of his like episcopal life in Kazakhstan, but he also spent a good bit of time being a bishop in Brazil and he speaks like six languages. That's pretty cool. He speaks yeah, he speaks like German, Kazakh, Portuguese, French, English, and he knows how to read Spanish, but he doesn't really know how to speak it. Um, and I and I met him, and I spoke to him in Portuguese, and he thought it was like the coolest thing ever. <laughs> yeah, I read a story the other day about a guy, or Jesus Christ, Ugh. Yeah. fucking voice is killing me. <laughs> fuck, it's always embarrassing. When Jason, you do get recordings. the fuck off this podcast right now. <laughs> God, I love voice cracks. Um. I, it's god, fucking annoying. Oh my god, I lost you, my fucking train of thought. Fuck you'd that. You think if it's if you're 25 or 19. Oh god, I can't <laughs> just another one. <laughs> I got him. Oh, fucking irony cut up to you, bitch. You think they'd be gone by this point? <laughs> you think they'd be gone, but they're not. <laughs> Fuck, dude, we're both in it tonight. Oh my Man. god. God damn it, I lost Our my inner fucking. Incel is coming out. Oh, I remember what I was gonna say now. <laughs> <There's... laughs> Fuck me. There's um, I arc I read of a guy. He's like a janitor or he not a janitor. He does something specific with like in the cleaning industry and he like speaks 24 languages fluently. It's fucking nuts. What the fuck? Yeah. It's like, how do Dude, you get you to can... that level? Yeah, no, because it is extremely hard to have not only just working knowledge of 24 languages, but to be able to be like actually proficient and fluent in 24 languages is fucking insane. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Like. Yeah, because for like even me, I couldn't be, I could maybe be, I'm proficient in three languages more or less, but it's like I don't think I could do like a fourth. Trying to maintain a fourth one would be even harder. That I, I could probably do four, and then I couldn't do any more. I don't like I I could have only have working knowledge of the other ones, or if I wanted to have be proficient in another one, the uh, one of the other ones would have to just kind of go down. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah, especially if you don't practice it enough. Like, how much practice right. can you do? To fuck, like, once you go past learning four languages, it's insane to me. You just have to find people that speak it, and you just have to find contexts in which you can speak it. 
that's why my Portuguese just isn't as good as my Spanish. It's just because I don't have as much opportunity to speak it. Right, because not that many people speak Portuguese around here, I would say. Yeah, and also the, the people that do speak it out here, they the, the Portuguese they speak is just, it's like I speak, the, I speak Brazilian Portuguese and they speak the continental European Portuguese, which is, it's, it's very comparable to like American versus British English. Oh, I see. You know? Yeah, because like if you... Because like when I speak to the Hispanics here, they tell me that they cannot, even if they speak American English like pretty well, they cannot understand British English for the life of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like, pretty funny. They're like, what the? They're like, what the fuck? Like, they're I, like, like the way the patterns. Like what? <laughs> you're like, neither can we. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what I try to tell them. I'm like, I don't understand <clears throat> the fucking Brits, anyways, man. Fucking Brits. You saw the fucking meme where it was like, if if England won their revolutionary war, and it was like this guy like rapping in like a British accent. Oh stupid. yeah, <laughs> I saw that. There's so and many was, things that they saved us from. <laughs> right, and the, and then there was the other one where it's like King George is just like, it's just like talking to George Washington. He's like, pass the boof. And George Washington's like, nah. <laughs> and then it's just playing like the bum 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 bum, and it's saying like "f you, England." <laughs> I do love fucking British memes. Yep, that's what we can all. <sighs> that's what all Americans can. That's the one thing we can still bond over is England is really fucking stupid and annoying. Back to back World War chance, baby. Yes, sir. But um, yeah, I think it's gonna. Good note to end it on. It's getting a little bit dreary for yeah, my and eyeballs. I need to wake up early as shit tomorrow for Easter, man. Oh, that's right. It's gonna be Easter pretty soon. Yep, and then I have to go right back to work on Monday. Fuck. <laughs> the thing you don't get fucking hammered on Easter. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, if, if, if that's very true. Good thing I don't get hammered for Easter <laughs> or any <laughs> fucking thing or any occasion for that matter. Bro, <laughs> that'd be so funny if you just showed up fucking like everybody's like quiet at a Catholic mass and you just burst in the door like, Woo! <laughs> He's risen! Here's your eggs! And you start fucking lobbing at people. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, yeah, this was a good podcast. Yeah, it's I, a lot shorter than the last one. The last one was like pushing three hours. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I feel like there's Man. no need to drag it out if there's no need. Right, exactly. I think we we have said what we needed to say. Yeah, to so, the point. Fuck, I can't even speak. I, we have said what we needed to say. <laughs> right, that's better. Stop God overhead, bro. It. Voice cracking, yeah. fucking slurring our words. It's time to. <laughs> we're coming up short. We're riding the the fifth the fine line if we could snap at any moment. So exactly. <laughs> yep. Well, happy Easter to happy Easter, you, Jason, everybody. And to everybody. Bye bye. Yep. Bye.